Hey guys, Lindy Pearson here. Welcome to Level Up. My husband and I, we work with a great firm called Cressa, which also happens to be our proud sponsor for this episode. We're a commercial real estate firm, but unlike most in our industry, we only work for the tenants. We help business owners and C-level executives make better real estate facility decisions and save them money along the way. So welcome again to my episode where we feature entrepreneurs, leaders, and other professionals who have demonstrated agency and innovation in their personal and professional lives. So the reason why I chose this next guest, for those of you who know me, you guys already know my why, and that's to travel. Hands down, without a doubt, I can never say no to travel. And this guest just happens to specialize in luxury travel. And I know we're all out there missing our trips, so in this episode, I chose to bring travel to you. Anyway, back to our guest. She's originally from Turkey, grew up in a family of professional women, over 30 years of travel under her belt. She is a true example of how you can follow your passion and turn it into a successful hobby. She turns travel not only to get away or relax, but also to learn about the culture, enjoy everything, the arts, the cuisine, the nature, the sports, which you learn in different society values from around the world. So without further ado, it's my pleasure to share with you my Aisha Boykin, CEO, owner, agent, luxury travel expert, certified travel consultant on this episode of Level Up as our one and only travel master. Thank you, Aisha. Thank you for having me. Mm -hmm. So... Um, obviously everyone's missing travel, so thank you again for taking time and being on the show. But also, we want to know, how did you arrive at this entrepreneurial point? I know, like I mentioned before, you've had a lot of leaders that have um, led you in this direction. Well, growing up, I always watched my grandmother and my mother uh, running their own businesses. And my father even had his own business. So uh, working for someone else was not an option. Uh, I like working with people, but I, I like determining the direction of my business. And I like uh, to work with my clients. Uh, I wanted my clients to be the focal point of the business and not how I perform um, in the minds of other people that I work with in a way, if that makes sense. Yeah. Absolutely. So, and, uh, and that's how I started and my clients and how they travel and how I plan their trips, who they are, has always been the focal point of my business. And that's why I'm sitting here today. Awesome. Awesome. Um, so for travel, a lot of people, you have people that are more liberal, a little bit conservative. Um, maybe they, they're taking care of their elders uh, or someone who has a compromised immune system. So travel has kind of been, at least in the last six months or so, kind of looked at as if you're traveling right now, maybe you're not being responsible, um, which is not a belief that I share and nor do I believe you do as well. So for me in in my office world, people always talk about what's the new normal? What's the new normal going to be? And I feel like we're already in the normal. It's like the next normal. So what do you think travel is going through right now? What is the next normal for travel? How is it emerging? So like, I know, I know for you, you did a trip in the eighties to Africa and a lot of people were really, you know, 
I would say, uninformed with the AIDS and the epidemic, and now we're going through this pandemic. I remember, I don't know, in 1999, I went to Indonesia and people were scared of Y2K and I'm never coming back. Yeah, well, uh, that's absolutely true. <laughs> You're very attentive. Um, I was on an airplane going from Jeddah, Saudi Arabia uh, to Nairobi, Kenya. That was quite some time ago. That's the year when AIDS was, uh, becoming known. Uh, so I'm reading Newsweek uh, and I see this article that uh, AIDS uh, gets, uh, people get AIDS through monkeys. And here I'm sitting on an airplane going to Africa to see the monkeys. So I was a little horrified, but again, it wasn't something that was for sure. That's what they thought would happen. And so I kind of thought it through and I was like, okay, I'm not going to touch monkeys anyway. And I also thought the probability of all monkeys having it was quite low. And I said, here, I'm sitting on this airplane. You know, I can't make the airplane go back. So I'm just going to go be brave and see what happens. So I came back, with, uh, had the best time of my life. Of course, didn't get AIDS. To this day, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I mean, uh, and of course, we found out that uh, it's completely different the way it's transmitted. And uh, today, it's a thank great. I'm very grateful that it's a disease that people can live with. Um, now, having learned from that, and also uh, having lived through other uh, epidemics in Africa or in like such as Ebola or uh, other uh, flu type, COVID type of uh, epidemics in China uh, and having had clients traveling at the moment and getting them out of there. But this one is different. This one is airborne. It, it totally depends on our personal responsibility. So I'm going to say, yes, we can travel, but provided that everybody is traveling responsibly. Uh, that we all wear our masks, we make sure that we wash our hands, you know, just uh, we follow all the rules, uh, keep our distance. And I've traveled recently, I've done a couple of trips uh, very successfully without contracting any COVID. And I traveled in countries and environments. Where, where uh, did you go? Which, where have you been was, in the last six well, I was in Mexico. Uh, I was uh, specifically in Cabo, uh, and I went to see a whole bunch of different hotels and yachts and a couple of fabulous villas uh, to see uh, what could be possible for our clients. Uh, and a lot of people are uh, now preferring three, three things. Uh, they want to make sure that they're going to fly safely there. They're going to, when they get there, uh, the transportation is going to be clean uh, and sanitary. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, where they stay and people who work there. And then if there is a, a yacht they get on, that the yacht 
first to now uh, is safe and clean. And we're able to provide all that. We're, uh, we're able to provide private uh, flights for our clients That's great. to Mexico so that they don't have to be in the same airplane with other people. We can do fabulous villas. Uh, with personnel that is completely COVID-free. We're also able to provide uh, yachts that are completely COVID-free. So we can, people can travel, they can get away, they can do whatever they want to, provided that they take our guidance and uh, work with us and allow us to guide them. And... If it's done in that way, I think it's really okay to travel uh, to Cabo. And then I was also in Turkey. I, was tr I traveled there for six weeks. And I did a lot of outdoor traveling. And mm -hmm. I also stayed at some hotels. And it's, uh, a lot of hotels are following COVID protocols, such as like once a client checks out, the other, they don't sell the room for 48 hours and they make sure that everything is clean, the air is clean, the, the room is aired and uh, necessary uh, 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 sprays are sprayed. I don't mm -hmm. know what they are, but they do it. And uh, make well, knowing, sure that room sorry. is clean. Knowing that you're from Turkey and you've been there many, many times, uh -huh. How is it now? Is it still as, as crowded or are people just kind of getting rolling? No. no, no. Yeah. Uh, Europeans are still traveling because right. between Europe and Turkey, there is no uh, restriction. There is also no restriction for U.S. citizens to go to Turkey, okay. uh, obviously. And the Turks can come here. So some of my clients are Europeans in order to come to United States to visit their friends, family or travel here. We recommend them to go to Turkey, spend two weeks there, and then they can come to the United States. So right now, that, uh, for those people who have time uh, and who are willing to do the detour, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, they can come here. And the same applies for Americans who want to go to Europe. Right. Uh, so there are ways of doing it, but you know we need to be willing to take the detour. Right. Right. Besides that, what other steps have you had um, to do to prepare? Like, you know, I know when you go on your safaris, there's shots and things that you have to do, but yeah. COVID related, you know, what about, you know, your diet and your exercise and feeling good? Oh, I uh, actually uh, don't, did, well, I have to admit that I don't have any underlying issues. You know, like I don't have diabetes and I've always tried to take care of myself, eat right, exercise, be strong, take my vitamins. Uh, but I mean, COVID is an airborne disease. If you're going to get it, you're going to get it. I think one of the most important things is uh, to wear a mask, to accept the fact that uh, you're going to wear a mask, you're going to wash your hands and you're going to keep your distance. Uh, and I uh, fiercely was uh, applying that uh, at every step of the way and I managed to stay clean but I did go to restaurants I did go to stores I did go shopping I did go into markets but you just you can live like that anywhere and get around and be okay and enjoy your life is my motto <laughs> 
Yes. But um, yes, I have a trip planned myself, which I will keep to myself for now. But um, so you've said things in the past, um, both just because we've been friends for many years. And um, it's you say, I stay with the client. In a sense, I follow wow. them. I follow their trip. Uh, so they all, it says here, so they have all the services they need without a worry to be had. So to me, that's like you, like one of your superpowers. So tell us why having a travel advisor by your side is a secret weapon, especially for right now. Um, well, our strength is uh, we plan the trip from our ability to plan the trip from A to Z. We can have a client picked up from their home, brought back to their home. It's going to be a seamless experience. Uh, we can... Uh, provide transfer to the airport, airline, airline tickets, uh, uh, all the hotels, all the activities, all the special uh, interest uh, activities that they're going to do. Uh, if they're going to go to a ballet or theater or whatever their interests are, if they want to go mezcal tasting, if they want to go uh, cognac tasting. <laughs> Nice. Uh, whatever their wishes are, if they, want to, if they want to swim with whale sharks, if they want to go scuba Ooh. diving, if they want to go uh, spend time with a specific animal in the world. Like I had a client who wanted to spend uh, some time with Tasmanian devil. So I managed to send her to this uh, reserve uh, in Australia and uh, it it was quite difficult Ooh. because Australia is very protective of animals, uh, especially uh, Tasmanian devil. So we managed for her to get uh, some time in without uh, uh, compromising the well-being of the animals. So we do, th this is our job. My, my reason for being is I travel, find amazing things put them all in my library up here. <laughs> and then when I talk to a client, I find out about their interests and their budget. And I design the trip. And when they travel, we go with them every step of the way. So if anything is possibly could go wrong, if there are delays or if there is any issue with uh, civil unrest, mm -hmm. we know that pretty quickly and we try to pull the client out of that context. So That's I happened find, to you before. Yeah, it did happen and I'm very proud to say we were able to pull our clients out and they didn't even know what was going on. We just had the hotel wake them up and they took them straight to the airport and I called them on their way and I said, this is what's going on. We're getting you out of there. And they ended up in London. <laughs> no, that, that's, that's what's so great. Also knowing when you book travel is that no matter what's going on, mm -hmm. even if you might have to re-strategize or get someone out of a city that is no longer safe, you're there. Yeah. So, so it still is a vacation because you don't have to worry. You don't have to be stressed. Yeah. Exactly. We, we make sure that our clients don't have any stress uh, unless uh, they want to have stress. Right. <laughs> uh, but um, yes, we do follow what's going on in the world. Uh, we do follow uh, the climate. We do follow uh, geographies. We know what's going on. You know, as a travel agent, I'm proud to say I have my finger in the pulse of the world. 
And most of the time, I mean, short of uh, predicting earthquakes. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course. Or pandemics. There are limits to our powers, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, but we have to accept, you know, force of nature, of course. Yeah. But other than that, we I, even when that happens, we're able to help our clients. And in terms of travel insurance, what are your thoughts on that? Okay, that, that's very individual, uh, okay. very subjective. Some people uh, who already had things happen to them, they always requested. Even before we booked the trip, they're like, we need insurance. Okay. Uh, and some people, they want to take the risk and they don't want to take the insurance. So I highly recommend it. I personally, each time I go somewhere, I purchase insurance. Okay. So that if I miss anything during that trip or if anything happens to me, I know I'm going to be taken care of. I don't have to worry about anything. All you need is one phone call and you're done and you're taken care of, uh, and people are yeah. taking you straight to, uh, I mean, you're being airlifted to the nearest place you want to go to. Having that kind of uh, security uh, security is huge, and I agree. some people are happy to pay for it, and some people aren't, and I'm happy, I always recommend it, though. I would um, never say any, to anyone, don't buy insurance. Yeah. yeah. We always get it when we travel with the kids. Sometimes when we go to Mexico and it's just a, it's like a, a one plane something, uh, we don't get it. But um, we are going on a trip in a week from the, a week from today. Mm -hmm. um, and we did purchase it because you mm -hmm. just yeah. don't know. And if anything happens, it's not expensive. No, no. It's, it's really the best money you have spent. Yeah. If anything absolutely. happens, it's the best money you have spent for mm -hmm. sure. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm So I have promised our audience that you are going to be giving us three of your magical places, three tips on places to go. Um, as people are seeking, you know, alternative routes, like you had mentioned before, people who want to come and visit the, the United States, um, just different places, depending on how people want to travel, um, you know, to have less people and, and that might be their taste or their comfort level. Uh, so what are your top three places that have yet to be discovered, obviously by you, but of all of us? Well, these places are already discovered by quite a few travelers. And oh, wait, hold on, guys. Guys, listeners, please take out your uh, notebook and your pen. This is only going to be one time for you guys. Well, uh, I'm, my list uh, is with our time in mind, what's going on at this moment in history with COVID. So I picked my uh, destinations out of the countries where an American passport holder can go to the airport and fly to and they don't have to worry about anything else. Uh, the, the first one is Africa. Uh, in Africa, my favorite part uh, is southern Tanzania, the Selu area, Ruaha, Selu. Uh, that has very few camps. 
uh, it's not because there isn't enough game there. It's basically, there aren't that many flights out there, and it isn't uh, the Serengeti where you have a lot of cars and a lot of people. Uh, in the Silu area, you know, uh, it's de defined by this beautiful river called Refugee River. And along that river, there is amazing wildlife. And mm. uh, I mean, you can go fishing and you see all kinds of animals. And it is like you own the world. Like, like you bought Africa for yourself. I'm sold. So, I'm there. I'm, I'm, I'm good. That's, uh, <laughs> I mean, if, if you allow us to help pick the right time of the year to be there, uh, it's a great spot. It's like right now is a great time to go there. Um, so the second uh, destination that I would highly recommend is this area in Turkey called Urla, U-R-L-A. It's a wine growing region. And uh, you only know that you're not in Tuscany because people are not speaking Italian. <laughs> the food is similar, the wine, it's a beautiful region. And right now, all the wines are coming out. And they have great restaurants and really fun hotels to go to. And the temperatures are like California right now. I mean, right now, California is actually quite cool. But they're in, I would say, they're... Uh, low to mid 70s right now so it's ideal whether to go to Ephesus to see the ruins and then in the afternoon you could be uh, wine tasting uh, in a vineyard where there's Perfect. barely anyone with the own Perfect. where do I first? sign anywhere <laughs> well <laughs> let's talk about that after uh, we finish our list um, and then the third place for those of you who don't want to go too far, uh, my favorite area in the Caribbean is an island called Marie Galant. It's uh, in the it's a French territory. It's uh, very chic. It's Caribbean of the past. Very few hotels, and it is like you're in a little French village, but you're in the Caribbean. It's really lovely, and it's not a, a destination uh, like other parts of the Caribbean where you see big crowds. Um, I've never heard of any cruise ships going there either. So for those of us who want to be away from it all, these three are great destinations, and anyone can go there right now. Uh, from the United States. So I think this list, uh, there are other places on earth, which I'm sure we'll talk on another episode, mm -hmm. hopefully. Uh, but right now, uh, provided what's going on right now, this is the best list. I love it. Um, I have that list, obviously, and I will be going to those places. I do not know when, but I will be drinking wine in Turkey I will be swimming in the Caribbean and I will be going to Africa at some point. So yes, thank you for all of that. Um, can't wait to set it up for you. What, um, what are you doing in terms of your office and going back to work? Because you're a pretty social person and also being an advisor and talking to people and how was your trip and how was this and, and what was your experience like? 
Um, what's it like being from home, like just working and stuff? Are you going to go back? Um, as you know, I have my own business, my own portfolio, but I work uh, with a company called Internova, which is our parent company. Mm -hmm. And uh, they have beautiful offices here in Los Angeles, which uh, we're part of. And we, uh, there are a couple of hundred travel advisors like myself uh, and my team. Uh, and uh, everybody travels all the time. So we have a lot of exchanges and then we have mm -hmm. our vendors come in. So it's a very social environment, which is right now, unfortunately, not conducive uh, yeah. to... I understand. COVID. But I love being in the office. I love getting up in the morning and uh, work out and have a nice breakfast and put my nice clothes and go to the office and work and enjoy uh, working with other wonderful people and exchange ideas and come home. And that I have always, always, always loved that. And I can't wait to go back to the office. But at the moment, it's just our business doesn't lend itself to being in the office. Yeah, I, you know, we're starting to see some new trends and it is a very flexible schedule for however big of a space you have for your employees. People mm -hmm. are wanting to come to the office. I'm in the office now. I have kids at home Zooming and I have noises and, and distractions and interruptions. Mm -hmm. And it's not that I can't work from home. It's that there's some times that I have to go into the office. So um, with all the networking and stuff that I do, I'm hearing this uh, as, a, as a new theme. Although people want to downsize and sublease, they still don't want to give up the office space. Oh, I mean, we kept our office space. We know we're going to go back there sooner than later. It's yeah. just that right now it's not uh, something because people are still traveling. A lot of uh, travel advisors are out there. I'm getting ready to go to a few places myself as well. So where are you going now? Where are you going? Uh, well, for uh, Thanksgiving, we're going to spend some time hiking in uh, the desert. What so desert? I can't wait to do that uh, in Palm Springs. Area. Oh, okay, I love it. Uh, Palm weather. Desert. Uh, yeah, that's what I thought would be great. And then uh, around Christmas. Uh, we're going to go to uh, New York. Ooh. Ooh. Yes. Uh, for I love New York. Uh, for Why Christmas. not? So I can't wait. I'm really excited about that. And then I have a trip coming up uh, to go to Belize. Ooh. Uh, early yeah. next year. It's uh, still to this day my favorite spot, and that's also open to uh, are you, American are you gonna travelers. Go to, are you going to go to Chaw Creek? Oh, Chaw Creek! I I love Chaw Creek. It's such a great destination. Yeah. <gasps> oh, I love the story. So I love everything. Yeah. Chaw Creek is fantastic. Kaana is fantastic. Blancano Lodge is fantastic. I I love Belize. Yeah, Ricky and I went on our honeymoon there. Ah. Yep. Which you helped. That's beautiful it's beautiful um you're you're also you just launched a new website that i know you've been working yes. on and been waiting for um and that is i have it written down that is broomstick inc yes like the broom, broom. and uh dot com 
And yes. um, can you tell us what is going to be on there besides obviously you and your travel plans and everything else? Well, I was always, uh, uh, I always had this, imagined myself as a good travel witch. You know, mm -hmm. I would just twitch my nose and make things happen. So that's why I came up with this name Broomstick. And of <gasps> course, it had to become a company. So that's why we have the ink, obviously. Uh, and it's all about uh, uh, bewitching, beguiling, um, devilishly delicious travel. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna change your name from the travel master to the travel witch. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I mean, I I like that whole uh, feel of it. Anyway, um, so I just thought I that's how I came up with that name, and uh, I I think the website will reflect it, uh, and uh, I'm really excited about it. It's going to be full of fantastic ideas and it's also going to communicate to my clients who we are, how we work, uh, what the possibilities are and how we can talk to them and collaborate with the client and create this dream uh, time, uh, be it romantic, be it family, uh, be it uh, just to relax. Uh, or go see the animals in Africa. So, so uh, depending on how much time they have, their budget, uh, time of the year. So there are a lot of elements that uh, decide what's, what trip is going to be taken. Right. Right. Yeah. And, if, and if people, since the digital world is here and scrolling is uh, not going anywhere, besides your... Um, your new website, broomstickink.com. Mm -hmm. What is your IG name again, your Instagram? Um, well, that's also going to be broomstick. Okay. So it's, right now it's Travelist Aisha. Okay. But that's going to change uh, and it's all going to be connected to broomstick. Okay. Well, if you guys follow her soon, within the next week, it'll be Travelist Aisha. Um, if you can't find that, then you can go to the website as well or you can contact me. I have all of her info. And um, thank you very much for being on this episode with me. I will probably hit you up for every single season to see where we should be going and how we should be doing it. And um, until our next trip, until we meet again. I would love that. <laughs> Thank right. you. Thank you, Aisha.